0: Welcome to the Willing and Winning Podcast. Come join me, Will Hill, your host and multicultural gay best friend. I've pivoted my platform so I'm no longer just promoting a blog on Instagram. I'll now be speaking over the digital ether to create a positive space in which we can all find the will to overcome pretty much everything and open discussions on the colorful and not so colorful moments of life. If we didn't know each other before, now is our chance to meet in the middle and positively grow from here. Together, let's find the will to win. Are you ready? Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Willing and Winning Podcast. On today's episode, I am bringing on a guest. But before we get into that, I'm just checking in with you guys. I had a really great start to my week. Yes, this is always the pre record. Um, I had a great start to my week, I woke up at 5am, got my workday done, I adulted hard AF, and I got the dishes done. I'm like speaking, also I realized i like a lower tone, because it's later in the evening, I definitely wanted to get this done. When I had more time to put in the intention and I could focus on batching recordings. So while I'm batching episodes, I wanted to do another intro for this episode because I introed with an intro with Maddie. But when I listened back, there was something that I realized I kind of, said later in the episode that I definitely should have prefaced. So I just want to say that in today's episode, Maddie, well, really Maddie, she's diving into relationships, dating in this landscape of 2023. But I do want to preface that I'm not a relationship expert. This is not a relationship podcast, but, well, also, I don't, I've shared before, I'm not as open and public about my intimate romantic relationships. And that's just a personal preference for me and also respecting privacy for the other person. So this episode isn't coming at it from a relationship expert point of view but it is coming at it from two people who are experiencing dating in 2023 like most of us but i wanted Maddie's perspective because i did want to get that perspective from a female but also from a in a different topic of relationships the last time that i did speak about my romantic relationships on this podcast, I was speaking more in the sense of cheating and what that's like being on both sides. And that was definitely more of a vulnerable episode for me as far as speaking about my relationship. So I wanted to continue that conversation because I did get a lot of good feedback on that episode. You know, people from Instagram that I don't even know, you know, were messaging me, sharing that they liked the vulnerability. They liked that I was sharing both sides of a coin. And then there were also people that I do already know that, again, it was the vulnerability and sharing the realness of dating in just the modern day as a young 20-something. So, I just wanted to share those perspectives, share those insights and experiences, because those are also parts of my life and your life that we're growing through. And the whole point of this podcast is to discuss the things that we are willing to grow through because we know we want to win. So, see what I did there um, but yes I just wanted to do like another little pre intro to the intro before I intro Maddie so you'll get another little intro again and then Maddie will be on the podcast but I just wanted to preface with that also check in with you guys I hope you've enjoyed what I have been sharing with you lately. I personally am someone who enjoys feedback, a good critique, a review. So if you follow me on Instagram, definitely hit me up in my DMS. Let me know what you are loving, what you want to hear more of. If there's a situation experience, something that you would like maybe advice or another shared insight on growing through that, definitely definitely, let me know because if I haven't experienced it, I know that I can bring someone on who can or who has and can share their insight. And if it's something that I have experienced, I'm so open to sharing my insight. And if it's something that we're growing through together, I'm totally open to talking about how I'm dealing with it right now to give you some insight on how you can start applying ways to deal with it. But the whole point is that we are here because we are willing to win together. So aside from introing and that little preface. I definitely want to have another episode where I kind of catch you guys up on happenings in my life because I did a little bit of a life updates episode a few weeks ago and then a few weeks before that, but not like a full, like in depth. So I just want to update you guys here on the podcast, just because I feel like on Instagram, there's only so much time and attention you can capture. And I want, you know, I want us to grow together. So definitely stay tuned for a more in-depth life updates episode, but with that, we are going to get into today's episode because you guys are going to love it, and even if this is something that you might not feel applies to you, you might know a friend who this could apply to, so give it a listen, share with a friend, and literally, let's just let's just sit and enjoy and have some girl talk about relationships for the girlies the girlies and the gays hello hello and welcome back to the willing and winning podcast it has been a minute since i've sat down to record but that is because i did a podcast batching So there's episodes already out that you guys can go ahead and listen to. I will make sure that my podcast Instagram is in the show notes. And yes, I promise you guys, I am working on getting back to being more consistent on the podcast social, but with new schedules and new newness, there's just been a lot of schedule maintenance. If you guys remember, I was talking a few weeks ago that there's been some changes in the career space, which... I will definitely be updating you guys here more on that soon but also if you follow me on instagram you definitely probably have peeped a little bit but again all updates to come today i am joined by a returning guest she has been on here before you've heard her voice it is my best friend and business partner and mentor madeline mcnamee i am so excited To have her back on because what i want to speak about today well more so what i want to let maddie speak about is i want us to kind of rethink the way that we navigate relationships especially because dating in this day and age is not in the same scope as it was before the pandemic or even 5 years before that. I feel things have changed so much and I feel that she is someone who has a really good insight on speaking to that. So, before we get into it, I just want to welcome Maddie back to the podcast. So, let's do that. Let's welcome her back. Hello, Hello Maddie.
1: Oh, hi. It's amazing to be back here. I always love chatting with you. So, Further, too, let's get into it.
0: All right, <laughs> we are just gonna get right into it, but with that, I wanted to you know let you just kind of like take the floor. What is your viewpoint on the dating pool at this point in society in 2023 in our 20s, especially towards the latter end?
1: Okay. What do I, what do I think about the dating pool? <laughs> it's just I would say that one thing that we definitely need to take into consideration is that the rules no longer exist. The rules no longer apply. We can no longer continue flowing uh, according to like these rules that were set by like our grandparents about like what it means to like go study, uh, go dating, anything like that. Um, and what I mean by that is just like, I remember like even watching shows when I was growing up, like Sabrina, the teenage witch and stuff like that, where they were talking about, oh yeah, we're going steady. Oh yeah. We're dating. Oh yeah. The whole class ring. And it's like, clearly we've gone past that. But now with the new age of social media, there's so much new rules that people are trying to like follow and it's like at the end of the day it's not about following a specific set of rules about like how you want your dating life to look it's about doing some introspective work what do you like what do you want to see what do you how do you envision your own relationship and then putting that energy out there now I'm going to say 90% of the dating pool out there has not done that introspective work. They really have not. And so when you are that person that does that introspective work that, um, and you actually do, how do I say this? Like, and you do start putting out that energy, you're going to be kissing a lot of frogs before you get to your prince or princess. Like that part is for sure. Like, First of all, to be dating, you're going to have to put yourself out there. And I know that nowadays that actually feels scary. Like we have access to all these documentaries. We've seen like what people can like do. So it's scary to like, in a literal sense, it's scary to put yourself out there. But it's like the first thing that you have to do if you do want to find that person is putting yourself out there, going on those dates. Now, if you've done the introspective work, you know where you would find your ideal partner in a way so make so you know go to those places (laughs) like find your partner there don't go to like you know those places that you went to in the past and you're not even like getting the how do I say it like you're not even getting the relationship that you actually want going forward because this is basically where my expertise comes in I'm not going to consider myself a relationship expert whatsoever because last time I was in an actual relationship was when I was 17 years old (laughs) but I have gone through basically everything under the sun aside from a relationship and that's one thing that I can take away from my own personal experience it's like the dating pool out there kind of sucks (laughs) I'm not even gonna like sugarcoat it like it does kind of suck right now because there's a lot of the whole like there's people still in that, not still, but there's people that are in like that situationship mindset, the whole like, oh, I don't want a title, but I want everything else. And then there's those people that are actually out there looking for their life partners. And it's like, when you have like this two groups really like mixing together, that's when you have to like really think, where are the people that I want to find? Are they going to be, well, I'm not going to say like, I can't sit here and judge but just for the sake of an example like are the people that i want to find are they going to be the ones in the clubs or are they going to be the ones that are in the libraries let's say these are extreme examples but it's like genuinely think about like who do you like what do you like and then doing the work from there and so yeah i know that this is a long answer for what do i think about the dating pool out there but the to make a long answer short the dating pool out there is essentially like what you make it to be it's all about like what do you actually like and so it's like for me i can consider that the dating pool sucks but somebody else could be like oh my god there's so many options out there you just need to like keep an open mind so it's like (sighs) yeah
0: (laughs) i think it's interesting that you talked about the introspective work because i definitely do feel like it and so as far as personal development goes people they want to put on like this front of oh like i've got like you know i've got it together i'm like not insecure jealousy doesn't like strike me out but then people i mean find in relationships and then we kind of like see those things after we're already involved and it's like oh well I didn't realize he or she was like this kind of like jealous person. Like they didn't give off like that front when we were talking for like before we started dating or even when like we first started dating, but now it's like a month in and there's something a little off. Like when it comes to doing that introspective personal development work, what do you feel that looks like? What have you done introspectively that has allowed you to be confident in yourself when you're getting back out into the dating game or doing the dating. All right.
1: Um, so what is the introspective work that I've done? Well, to kind of get there, let me give you like a little bit of background on my dating history. So it's like, I went into college in a relationship and that is the last relationship, <laughs> the last official relationship that I was um, actually in. And, From then, I created this mentality myself where it's like, I didn't want to be in a relationship. And so that's how I worked for the next four years. It's like, I didn't want a relationship. I didn't want a relationship. When I graduated college, I sat there and kind of realized why I didn't want a relationship those four years. And then I I started realizing, like, it's like, all right, like, I am ready to, like, take someone serious like I wasn't necessarily ready to be in a relationship it's not like it goes from one to another it's like those steps in your head where it's just like all right why didn't I want a relationship before what was going on okay now I'm ready to like get serious about somebody and so like one of the first steps is just kind of like sitting there and realizing like are you okay with where you're at and constantly checking in with yourself because things change in college Whenever I would check in with myself, it was, I did not want one, I did not want one, I did not want a relationship. Um, And so after college, when I finally started having those inner talks with myself, of course, we got hit with something unprecedented, the damn pandemic. (laughs) So as much as I realized that it's like, oh, I am ready to mentally start putting myself out there my options just became a whole lot more limited because it was like there was no way to interact with someone unless you were on a dating app which is exactly what i wanted to move away from actually because dating apps is what i did in college <laughs> and so i'm just like i'm not trying to actually do that i want to like meet somebody like i want to have that genuine like meeting experience Unfortunately, I did end up going back onto at least one dating app so that I could meet people, but it was with a different intention. And so that's something that I definitely want to emphasize was just like once you know what you want, not only are you putting the energy out there, but you're also like doing things with a different intention. So it's like the same dating app that I may have used in college uh, that I used in college that I used after. The intention in college was way different than it was post-college. So the results, the people that I was meeting was different. Um, And when I had this whole before I got I put myself back on the app, let me tell you, I had to be really secure in what I was looking for so that I didn't slip back into my old mindset. And so once I actually knew what I was looking for, I was secure. Like I was like, all right, I'm ready to get into like actually dating. That's when I put myself back on the app. I started meeting guys. And then I was the queen of 50 first dates. It was one of those where it's like, right after the first date, I knew if I'd like somebody or not. And if I didn't, there was just simply no second date. And I, something that I did that was rare that most people don't do is I actually talked to the person. I didn't just ghost them. I let them know. I was just like, Hey, like, thank you so much for your time. But like, this really wasn't, it's not going to work because i I didn't want to put out that energy of ghosting because again, you put out what you want to receive back. If I knew that I was into somebody, but they weren't, I wanted them to let me know as well. So that's why I was always, I did that. Um, and then there'll be those guys that it's like, I did enjoy their vibe or whatever, but it's like, it didn't last because a red flag would come up. Um, and so when I was at this point where it was just like, I was finding guys that I liked, but there was some sort of red flag. That's when I had to have a whole nother conversation with myself where it was like, okay. um, I just lost my train of thought for a second.
0: Um, It happens to me all the time. It's totally okay.
1: But yeah, like, um, when, (laughs) when I'm talking, um, with a new guy. Um, Oh, and then that red flag comes up. So this was a new conversation that I had to have with myself where it was like, all right, when those red flags come up, how serious are these red flags? Am I getting swept into the social media thought of a red flag where it's just like if the guy isn't worshiping at your feet, something's wrong? Because that's something else. It's just like social media has painted this new way of doing relationships that is just like sometimes it's unrealistic based off of the budget that you have like the showing up with the rolls royce and the one hundred and twenty thousand flowers like let's be realistic as much as everyone would want that like be realistic to to the situation that you have now again there's nothing wrong with manifesting that into your life and if that's really what you want then you just got to know where to go to find the guys that can provide that for you but it's like Going back to to me and my situation, like I really had to think, I'm like, all right, are these red flags actual red flags? Or are these things that social media has told me are red flags? What are the things that I actually like? What are the things that like I don't want to deal with? What are the things that I'm willing to put up with? Because something else to also realize is not everyone is perfect, including yourself. If I was my best version of myself, of course the partner that I would want to include in my life. Would be the best version of themselves as well but i'm not the best version of myself i'm still a work in progress so that means that the the partner that i choose to include in my life it's like they could be at the best or they could also be a work in progress and so it's like me acknowledging that somebody that is entering in my life could be a work in progress that means that it's just like all right pay attention to the red flags but don't make that be the reason why you just all of a sudden end things and so after that, <laughs> um, like after I really like started thinking about that, that's when I started like really attracting guys that it's like it was lasting a little longer. Um, and now I'm I'm really happy in the situation that I'm in. I'm not going to say I'm officially in a relationship. I'm not going to talk about any status, but let's just say that I am happy <laughs> in where, where I'm at right now. And. When pe when I like sit there and realize like the journey that it took to get to where I'm at, like it wasn't something that happened overnight. Like this was something that was years in the making, took a lot of kissing frogs to figure it out. like it was it wasn't an easy process, but the most important part is I didn't give up on myself because I knew that I deserve a happy ending. So I wasn't gonna sit there and be like, oh, just because I'm getting all these frogs that it's just like it means that. I'm not going to get a happy ending. I literally looked at all of those bumps and in-betweens as just, like, lessons. Like, just new lessons, ways for me to figure out what I did like and what I didn't like. So when I finally was with a person that I did really like, like, I already had an idea of what I liked and what I didn't like in relationships, because I'm coming from, I guess, in a way, a late bloomer when it comes to the love part of relationships, like the the actual connection part of relationships. I, I wasn't connecting with people in college, that just simply wasn't my thing. And so, again, a long, long answer to a, a simple question. But essentially, it's like, you have to look at where you are, where you want to be, and then figure out the steps. And I'm not talking about doing a complete 160. Well, not 160. A complete one, 180. There's still 20 more degrees <laughs> left I'm not talking about doing a complete 180 within a day. It's one of those where it's like one of my favorite quotes. And this is something that applies to anything, not just relationships. It's like a conversation between two people. Somebody asks, how do you eat an elephant? And then the next person is just like, how, how do you eat an elephant? And then the person replies, one bite at a time. And that's literally like, that's how I live my life. Because it's like, the first thing people think is like, oh, how do you eat an elephant? Like the thing that they're thinking is like, yo, that's ridiculous. An elephant's so big, what And then it's like, when you hear that answer one bite at a time, it like, it reminds you that it's just like, you really have to take things one step at a time. So it's like, be patient with yourself during this process. Understand that there are going to be frustrating moments, moments where you're ready to go back to your old mindset. Um, but as long as you stay true to like what you do want, you will get the great results at the end. And I'm not saying that I'm anywhere near the end of my story. Lord knows where I'm at in my story, (laughs) but, um, yeah, if it wasn't for the work that I put in, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And that's
0: really what it comes down to. I really do like that answer. I like, I think it's refreshing to hear that we can't just be letting ourselves get in these relationships to get into the relationship. Like we actually do have to take that time with ourselves as if like you're dating yourself Mm -hmm. because you don't want to one, deal with someone else's baggage and their mess, but you don't want someone else picking up your mess either, or trying to feel that you're hiding a part of yourself from your partner because you still have so much cleaning up to do. Mm -hmm. So I like that answer on taking that time to do the introspective work and just even having that mindset that before you even get into it, like really like sit with yourself and ask yourself, what do you want?
1: Yeah.
0: My last thing that I did want to ask just as we are rounding out is for kind of like, maybe like words of encouragement, words you have to offer for... The people that, and we all know them, I mean, I've been this person where they're going to their friend, complaining about their relationship, complaining about their partner, how unhappy they are, how things just aren't working, but they stay. What is your answered thoughts on that? What words would you offer to someone who wants that relationship, but is putting themselves not is but is putting themselves out of that situation
1: so <clears throat> one of the first things that we all need to remember is that a relationship is between the two people that are in it or however many people are in it because we do have polygamous relationships again i'm not somebody who judges um but the relationship is between the people that are in it so When it comes to going to your friends for advice, it's something that we have to be careful on on both ends, whether you're the person going to the friend or if you are the friend, it's something that you have to be careful with, because when someone goes to a friend complaining about a relationship. A lot of times the easy thing to say is just leave that person. Because also as friends, especially if they are a good friend, they want to see the best for you. So the second that they see that the person's making you upset, they're just like, oh no, like you should just leave that person alone. But we have to be careful in how we give advice. And this is something that I'm actually grateful for my coworker for teaching me. Um, Because she was the one that said, listen, to tell somebody to just go, like that's never going to work. That's not going to work. You have to listen to the situation at hand and give some genuine advice. Like if you're the friend genuinely try to put that person in your shoes like because something that I had to realize myself like when I was college I was that person that everyone would go to when stuff wasn't going great but I wasn't the person that everyone was going to when things were going good so I kept hearing the bad and so when you are the friend that's giving the advice or whatever the case is you also have to put into perspective like what are the reasons that that person stayed in the relationship to begin with maybe even ask them like, oh, like, what are the happy things? What are the good things? Because that also gives you a little bit more perspective on, like, why it may be worth it to that person to stay, even if they're going through something rough right now. And so it's, like, give actual advice based off of that, or even just say that, where it's just, like, literally ask them to remember, like, why do they want to be in that relationship? Because sometimes it's something as simple as that that could fix whatever is going on. Um, And then, like, as the person going to the friend, Take advice with a grain of salt. Like at the end of the day, when someone gives advice, there are people, there are plenty of people who give unsolicited advice. Advice is just advice. It's stuff that people can tell you, but you don't ever have to like follow it if you also don't feel like it's right. Um now, still be open because it's like you never know if it is something that like would actually help you, just maybe a little too scared to try it. Um, but Yeah, that's really what I have about like that whole going to friends (laughs) um, and getting advice from friends. Because like I said, I used to be that friend that people go to and my advice used to be just leave the person. But when I started going through my own situations, I realized that that really isn't the way to go. It's not about just leaving because a relationship is work at the end of the day. It's not two perfect people coming together and everything is perfect. It's about the work. So, you know, just put yourself in. That person's shoes and give them the genuine advice (laughs) based off of if you were the person in that person's shoes if that makes sense
0: (laughs) no yeah that definitely does i like the way that we round it out on that as far as like kind of touching points that i feel like are really important Mm -hmm. to talk about now in the dating pool just because i've had friends hit me up you know complaining about their partners talking about how You know, they're seeing all this eye candy from other people and it just makes you like really think about like what the dating pool actually is in this scope of today's day and age because, you know, as we're navigating relationships, we don't want to look at relationships of, oh, well, they can only boil down to you get with someone as long as it works and it's good, then it's good. But if the cracks start falling in and, you know, they're not the best partner. I'll still stay because it's working. And I feel like so many times we're capping ourselves at like what we could have in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful that you came on to talk about that, to share your insight with my listeners, with the people, just because these are words that everybody could use. So thank you.
1: Of course, if I could just say one last thing, because this is something that I've learned in my latest situationship that I am in. Um, life is not a movie. You create the movie moments within it, but in between, there's a lot of work. If you notice in movies, it's literally like two hours of um, them just like falling in love, all of this stuff. Like, And the storyline that you're looking at is something that takes place over years, but you're watching it, crumpled up into two hours. So imagine the boring days between, the hard days between. Like It's not always going to be movie perfect, but sit back and see if it's a situation that's worth it. Do you value your partner? Do you see their goal? Do you see where they're going? Do you really appreciate and want to help them in their vision that you're even willing to stay through the bad days? That's really what it's all about. Life is not a movie, but you can make it.
0: I definitely feel that what you said about life not being a movie, that there's just had to be parts of it that you have to actually realize that is real life. That it's not just this, oh, we're going to meet at a coffee shop and then we're going to be in love and then it's going to be like heart stars, rainbows. Like, no, like that's literally not how it works at all. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you know like you're literally talking to someone and like you think it's going to be it and then you find out they literally just want to hook up with you and like that's the crux of the conversation mm-hmm. so i just think it's refreshing to have your insight to just know that there are still individuals like us that still want to not just date because it's what the it is of the moment of the zeitgeist. We want to date genuinely and be in relationships for ourselves. And just hearing another insight, just because I'm not as vocal about my relationship anymore on social media, on my podcast, like on my blog, just for, so for my own privacy. But because I'm not speaking about it, I feel as though, you know, sharing my insight doesn't really translate with others just because I'm not speaking about my relationship speaking about my relationships people aren't really seeing me in them but again your content and the way that you have you know spoken about your dating experience on your instagram i was like no like literally she is like someone like who needs to share insight like she's someone who can literally tap in really like Know what's going on and share some good stuff. So thank you.
1: (laughs) Of course. Oh my God! Stop. Like I'm blushing, but at the same time, I'm just like, (laughs) for you to be a relationship expert or whatever the case is, doesn't that mean that um, you had to have been uh, a little bit loose? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Let me stop.
0: (laughs) Well, with that, we are going to go. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys felt found and felt the value in this episode. I will make sure to link Maddie's Instagram in the show notes along with my personal Instagram as well as the podcast. And with that, we're going to head off. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week.